Hello, and welcome to the Reselling Report podcast for today, Friday, July 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Anne Eckhart, and every weekday I upload the Reselling Report to update you on the day's retail and e-commerce news, including the latest from eBay, Amazon, Etsy, and Poshmark. Whether you're listening on YouTube or your favorite podcast site, make sure you're subscribed. And now let's get on with today's show. Well, happy Friday, everyone. It is the weekend. What are your plans for the weekend? Going to be out sourcing, shopping. I will be staying home, (laughs) although I did go out yesterday, or the day before, excuse me, um, to my consignment store to drop off a tote and to cash out. And hello to Stephanie there. She said she listens to the show. Um, So yeah, I will not be going out anywhere. There's a church sale and a few garage sales, but yeah, I'm staying home. If you do go out, please be sure to use uh, wear your masks, continue to social distance. I was talking to Stephanie at the consignment store. They had implemented a mask mandate the moment they reopened. They have very strict protocols in place and still do. And uh, we were chatting about how, you know, they've had to deal with angry customers coming in. But now that the major retailers, Walmart and like, are starting to implement mask uh, mandates themselves, things are getting better. So hopefully that will trickle down. Most of the independently owned stores I've noticed, did uh, implement the masks, at least for their employees um, and most customers, but it took the national retailers a little longer to get to enforce it with customers. But now that's happening. Hopefully it is a little safer for everybody involved because remember, you wear a mask to protect somebody else. They wear a mask to protect you. Although now the studies are showing that wearing a mask can also um, protect you as well. So mask up, social distance. If you have a YouTube channel, then you should have gotten your Google AdSense payouts either yesterday or the day before. I got mine um, a day early, so that was nice. And my big news is that I am finally in eBay's managed payments. I was uh, onboarded, as they say, on the afternoon of, was it Thursday? Wednesday afternoon, I think they put me in. So everything went fine. Uh, Same as it was before that you pay your label when you generate it through eBay. Uh, What I did notice is that you can have an option. Do you want the postage to come out of your pending eBay account, which is basically now the money that you've earned? Or do you want it to go to a third party? Like you want to do, you can do PayPal or take it from somewhere else. I chose to just take it from my balance. The only thing that I'm not happy with is that I thought fees were automatically going to be deducted from our pending balances, and they are not. Uh, You can go into your account now and you see your pending balance, but then you also next to it see your uh, fee balance, your account balance. And I thought those fees were just going to be taken straight out the way they do on Poshmark, and they're not. And I can't, I don't see that it's an option. I went through the whole thing. I'm hoping that in the future, they may implement that, that you can just opt in. On Etsy, you can opt in to have your fees taken out, or you can charge them to like credit card. People do that for points. But I would just like it to come out of everything. So I'm still having to pay that manually. Or if I want it to go to a card um, at the end of the month, I can. But I like to do it as I go. So that's the only thing. Otherwise, it was smooth sailing for managed payments. So if you got the notice that you're in in July, hopefully it will happen for you here um, any day now and it will work as well for you as it did for me. Some retail news to start the day and Taylor parent company Asina, I believe it is, 
files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. They say they plan to permanently close a significant number of justice stores, along with certain Ann Taylor, Ann Taylor Loft, Lane Bryant, and Lewin Gray stores during its restructuring. It will permanently close all of its stores on all brands in Canada, Puerto Rico, and Mexico. And the final number of store closings will be determined based on the ability of the company and its landlords to reach agreement on sustainable lease structures. Uh, this uh, article is over on CNBC.com. It reads, with thousands of brick-and-mortar stores at its heyday, they, um, Asina was once the biggest clothing retailer for women in the country, having amassed a portfolio of well-known brands for various sizes and age groups. But changing tastes and new platforms such as Rent the One Ray and Stitch Fix have taken a toll on its business. Already in a slump, the COVID-19 crisis pushed it over the edge, and the company said that um, its remaining restructuring agreement is supported by more than 68% of term lenders, and it plans to source clothes for goods and sell the rights to one of its brands. The New Jersey-based company, which also loans Lane Bryant and Lou and Gray, said it expects to reduce its debts by about $1 billion in this prearranged restructuring, giving it increased financial flexibility to reach profitability. Across all the brands, they have 2,800 stores in the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico. Again, they'll be closing Canada, Puerto Rico, and Mexico stores. Um, and it looks like justice might be the one that ends up going away completely, but uh, it will take them a while to sort all this out. But we will keep an eye on that. So if Ann Taylor brand, Lane Bryant, I know those are pretty popular brands to resell on eBay and Poshmark. So um, yeah, they'll sounds like those two will still be around, but significantly decreased. Not many people needing nice clothes to go to work since they are uh, working from home. Also, over on CNBC, there's an article, Retail Workforce Could Face Permanent Decline As Companies Take Blow from Pandemic and Lockdowns. Retailers, analysts, and trade groups say the pandemic could change the size and makeup of the retail industry for years to come. There were 1.9 million store-based retail workers unemployed, with 1.1 million of those classified as temporary layoffs, such as furloughs, in June. But industry analysts say the strength or weakness of the back-to-school in the holiday season will be a major factor if these retail stores can survive. So, of course, we've been sharing every day about a new retailer filing for bankruptcy, some completely closing. So it is not surprising that we are just going to continue to see retail brick and mortar change drastically um, as the year continues. Google Shopping is now open and commission-free. They have a new press release, Google does. It reads, over the past few months, we've made significant changes to help businesses reach more consumers and help people find the best products, prices, and places to buy online. We made it free for retailers to list products on Google Shopping in the U.S., and we brought these free listings to search as well. Today, we're taking another important step to make it easier for retailers to sell on Google. Soon, sellers who participate in our Buy on Google checkout experience will no longer have to pay us a commission fee, and we're giving retailers more choice by opening our platform to third-party providers, starting with PayPal and Shopify. I thought that was interesting because PayPal and eBay obviously splitting, so PayPal's got a new friend. PayPal's new best friend is Google. <laughs> uh, these changes are about providing all businesses from small stores to national chains and online marketplaces the best place to connect with customers regardless of where a purchase eventually occurs. With more products and stores available for discovery and the option to buy directly on Google or on a retailer site, shoppers will have more choice 
across the board. And here what's new for sellers. Zero commission fees when customers buy your products on Google. You can bring your own third-party providers, starting with PayPal and Shopify. You can import your inventory with just a few clicks. And more products, more sellers, more choice, making it easier for a broader set of retailers to sell on Google. So if that is something that interests you, whether you have a brick and mortar or you're on the reselling sites, but you would like to expand, then Google Shopping is now available and commission-free. So definitely something to look into. Getting into the reselling sites themselves, over on the eBay for Business Facebook page, they have the um, Friday 25th anniversary seller profile that they've been doing, their seller stories. This Friday, longtime seller, former eBay radio producer and education specialist, eBetsy, shares her story and discusses how far eBay has come in the past 25 years. She says e-commerce has come of age in the last two decades and eBay sellers have matured as business people along the way. I always, I have to laugh when any of the sites share posts, like any company shares a post online. I don't care if they're a reseller or a retail store or a restaurant. The comments just complain, complain, complain. (laughs) Instead of this um, post about this seller, all the comments are like, I didn't get my message answered and I'm quitting eBay. I don't like you. Uh, to be a retailer in this day and age. But that is over on the eBay for Facebook page. Then there's also a new article up over on the e-commerce bites blog titled eBay guards managed payments info like state secrets. Yes. Uh, the article reads, you would have more luck prying information from a CIA operative than you would getting eBay to publicly answer questions about managed payments. It's really maddening to watch eBay sellers ask questions about its new payments processing program week after week only to be told to request a callback from its payment department, especially given hours-long wait times an eBay moderator recently reported. This occurred several times during yesterday's eBay weekly chat session. In one case, a seller asked whether those who missed the registration deadline for managed payments would be able to relist current listings since eBay said they wouldn't be able to create new listings until they registered. The seller also asked, will their good till canceled listings roll over or will they end at the end of their current 30-day time frame? And a moderator responded, I'm not able to discuss specifics when it comes to this aspect of the managed payments transaction. If you are registered or have received a notice to register, you could, should consider requesting a callback from a payments trained teammate. If details about the payments program are so difficult to grasp that eBay's regular form moderators can't answer questions about it, that may indicate a problem with managed payments. At the least, why doesn't eBay compile up-to-date FAQs as they come in so moderators could point sellers to a page where their answers would be found? So just more confusion and I think a lot of fear about managed payments. And like I said, I'm in it now and my first transaction went fine. Uh, But I know some people are still trying to get their accounts verified. Just to recap, I had to upload a copy of a bank statement for them to verify my bank account even though it's already the bank account I've used on eBay since 2005, I did have to upload that. And then they got me in, but it did take about a week for them to tell me, okay, you're verified. And then I was still in the queue to be onboarded as they call it. Uh, So yeah, there's going to be glitches and hiccups here, but not being able to just answer basic questions is very frustrating. So you can let me know how it's going for you. Are you still waiting to get put in? to manage payments? Have you not registered? Have you not gotten the notices to register? And again, I say this every day, but you will not miss the messages 
that it's your turn. They, they, they're like every day. They're to your email. They're to your eBay messages. It's nonstop. So I've had people say, I, didn't, I haven't seen a message. Don't worry. It won't be a message. It'll be message, message, message. You will not miss it when it's your turn. Um, I don't know if they're going to do another round in August or how many more people they have left to put in. But uh, I guess by the end of the year, everybody's supposed to be in. So got a long way to go in that respect. So we'll see what uh, continues to happen with eBay's managed payments. If you're an Amazon shopper, you may be able to start crafting with your Amazon boxes. According to a post over on usatoday.com, Amazon introduces boxes that can be recycled into cat condos, forts, and other creations. It's no secret that kids and cats like to play with cardboard boxes, sometimes more than what's inside. And Amazon is introducing boxes with a built-in play factor. Starting this week, some Amazon orders will be delivered in, quote, more environmentally friendly, friendly, quote, unquote, boxes that can be turned into a rocket, car, or fort for your pet, a robot costume, or a mini golf windmill, the Seattle-based retail giant shared exclusively with USA Today. The boxes are part of Amazon's Less Packaging, More Smiles program and includes a call to action to recycle the boxes and a QR code that directs consumers to amazon.com backslash this box for how to make the cardboard creations. We know customers love to get creative and reuse their Amazon packaging in a number of ways. This inspired us to create the new packaging designs that give customers an easy way to learn how we're making our packaging better, the company said in a statement. Kim Hushins, Amazon's director of customer packaging experience said the company has been making progress on reducing packaging waste since 2008. Innovating and um, inventing and innovating, excuse me, in new types of packaging is one of the many actions we are taking as part of the climate pledge, our commitment to become zero net carbon by 2040, 10 years ahead of the Paris Agreement. Over the years, Amazon has reduced the weight of its packages by 33% and eliminated more than 880,000 tons of packing material, which is equivalent to about 1.5 billion shopping boxes. According to the American Forest and Paper Association, 92% of cardboard boxes, also known as corrugated containers, were recycled. Last year, Amazon released a fully recyclable paper padded mailer. And since the launch, more than 190 million of the mailers has been shipped to U.S. customers. Amazon has suggestions on how to recycle Amazon packaging and how to trade it in, recycle, or repair their devices through its Second Chance program on their site. So can let me know if you've gotten a box and if you're going to make a cat tower with it or if your child's going to make a robot with it. I feel like kids can come up with their own ideas. You put the instructions on the box And you know what that means? It means you, the parent, now have to get down on the ground and cut the dang box to make the fort or the outfit versus the kid just making it on their own. But anyway, a little creative idea from Amazon uh, that you might see coming to your front door when you get your next Amazon package. Etsy continues to be the darling of the e-commerce pandemic, I guess you could say, as their sales soar with people looking to buy unique items for their home and for themselves. And according to several posts online, I'm just reading from AOL.com, Meghan Markle just wore this chic dress that's under $100 from Etsy. Meghan Markle has become the go-to style icon for mixing lighter with lower end labels. I'm sorry, mixing higher with lower end labels, not lighter. 
Wearing designers at every price point, Megan's style is effortless and relatable in the best possible way. From Everlane to Madewell to San Edwin, the Duchess of Sussex wardrobe is filled with attainable brands we love. Her latest, Megan recently stepped out wearing an effortlessly stylish white linen summer dress from an Etsy seller made by a female-led sustainable company called Magic Linen. Just days after Megan stepped out in the chic frock, searches on Etsy for linen jumped 30%, and the specific dress jumped to number one in clothing sales, according to the brand's press release. Um, Magic Linen was founded in 2015 by Vita, ooh, I'm going to mutilate her bad name, so I'm just going to skip the last name. Don't want to mutilate it for them. Uh, who started out creating bedding sets for her friends and family and has now transitioned into a wide range of clothing, kitchen, bath, table, and bedding linen collections and more special handcrafted designs. Her Etsy stores has since made over $65,000 in sales with a perfect five-star rating. Featuring an asymmetrical high-low hem with two side pockets and a coconut button closure in the back, her summer dress retails for just $76 and it's also available in blush pink. So, very cute dress, and I can imagine now, once Megan has worn it, that we will see copycats all over the place, which is usually what happens when a celebrity wears something and it sells out. Uh, not only does the company try to ramp up production, but other people try to copy the design. But just more press uh, for Etsy. And in Poshmark News, they've updated their Facebook page. They are promoting tie-dye sweatshirts that have CEO written on the front of them. And today is International Self-Care Day, which Poshmark is also promoting. The perfect reminder for us all to take care of ourselves with a little extra TLC. This week's data shows the top performing categories and brands in our newly launched beauty and wellness categories from the past 30 days on Poshmark. Now, is this going to be a regurgence of the same information they posted not that long ago? I kind of feel like it is. It says highlights, nail care, in particular nail tools and press-on nails were a standout this month with many salons still closed. People are turning to at-home solutions and skincare tools were also a huge hit. Happy Skin wins and that has a couple of data graphics. It just says the um, trending on Poshmark in bath and body, hair and makeup. And it says bath soaks and bubbles from Lush, skincare tools from Clarisonic, Hair tools from Chai, is it Chi or Chai? Dry Bar and Revlon. Makeup in eyeshadow and brow makeup from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Juvia's, Juvia's Place, I've never heard of that. And Natasha Den, Denona, I've never heard of that either. And nail care, nail tools, and press on nails from D's Nails, Impress, and Kiss. So if you sell in the beauty category on Poshmark, maybe you will find that information helpful. I kind of feel we already knew all that, but anyway, that's the latest from Poshmark. And in an interesting little story to end out our week, there is a post over on the cleveland.com website titled, Goodwill Visitor Finds Rocking Chair A Bit Too Welcoming, Middleburg Heights Police Blotter. So this is something they got from the police um, dispatch, I guess. Says drunkenness, Pearl Road. A Goodwill employee found a man sleeping in a rocking chair at 4.15 p.m. on July 14th. The man was asked to leave, but he said he was too tired to go. That is when the employee called police. Police arrived and saw the man sleeping in the rocking chair in front of the store. The officer tried to wake him, but could not. The officer then gave the man three sternum rubs, which woke him up. The man could not answer a few questions, including how he got to the store. He gave the officer's first name, but a wrong last name. 
The report noted that the man had bloodshot eyes and that he continued to fall asleep as police spoke with him. A rescue SWAT arrived to evaluate his condition. A woman who had come to the store with the man said he may have taken a pill that caused his drowsiness and slurred speech. Paramedics arrive. The man gave them his incorrect last name. He did not know his birth date or where he lived. Paramedics evaluated him and said he could refuse further medical treatment at the hospital. Police decided to cite him with disorderly contact while intoxicated. The woman who was with him said she would get him home, and the two were transported to an eastern location in the city to arrange for a ride. Okay, was the man drug, drunk or drugged? And they just, like, let him go somewhere? It sounds like he maybe needed to go to the hospital if he doesn't know his name. But anyway, yeah, someone just taking a nice little nap at the Goodwill, but I thought that was an interesting little story just to share with you guys. And that is a wrap on today's show. If you listened on YouTube, please be sure to give the video a thumbs up and leave a comment. Remember that you can also listen to the podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and more. Check out the show notes for links to the articles I referenced. And if you want to learn how to make money on eBay and YouTube the way I do, check out my books over on Amazon. My Amazon store is also linked. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you again on Monday. Have a great day and a great weekend. Bye.